Okay, welcome to Trending Issues on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. I am Jude Inobime and I have in the house this morning, Esikon. Good morning. Greetings. Hope your weekend wasn't as short as mine. Well, mine was fun. I don't know about yours. Mine was the opposite. Yeah. I wish you could just add one day extra to Saturday and Sunday. Take it already. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show once again. This is where you get to listen to topical issues trending, topical national issues with the help of our in-house team of analysts. We get to talk about them and, uh, you know, prefer solutions where necessary for the sake of national development. All right. You can get to listen to this program on, and other shows of Futa Radio 93.1 FM via podcast. So you have to do is search Futa Radio Podcasts, um, you know, in any platform you get to download your podcasts from. You'd be able to listen and download um, whatever show, whatever favorite show of yours uh, right on there. Okay, um, this morning we're actually going to start off with uh, this development from Lagos State. Now, we mentioned last week that uh, the state's House of Assembly passed, um, you know, passed the bill that the VAT bill and opened grazing bill right there in Lagos State. And we were hoping that it might take um, a little while for the governor to sign. But surprisingly, just a few days afterwards, uh, the governor actually signed the bill. And um, we heard that the signing came just after a meeting he had in Abuja. Esigon. Uh, well, we are in interesting times. I've said it that um, when we fail to decide, then situations will have to happen that will force our hands and push us to where we will not be able to neglect or ignore uh, the issues that need to be uh, dealt with or discussed uh, further. And that is what is playing out. Um, interestingly, a lot of us were wondering what Lagos State was going to do, the governor, because he, for instance, is um, a member of the ruling party. You know, So you would expect that, um, well, he, he might want to tilt towards party flow and some people are actually linking his trip to abuja with you know like a consultation they just just, people just like to but the 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 fact is it has been signed and then there's an ongoing case in court over the issue and just like uh, equimado stated we need to keep our fingers crossed because uh, we, we can talk about Lagos State, for instance, you know, because Lagos State just signed uh, the, I mean, the governor just signed their own case into law. So, yeah. And they are not joined in the case in the, in the, co- in the court yeah. that is going on. So uh-huh. we may not be able to talk about what is ongoing, you know, in court, in River State and all the rest of them. But at least Lagos State, we can say, well, Let's see what is going to happen. Uh, there's an ongoing case, but this is a new development, and we just have to keep our fingers crossed and see how things are going to turn out. You know, because for me, these are really, really interesting times, and and I'm I'm liking the way you know things are turning out, uh, particularly because for a while we have been having a lot of conversations around the practice of democracy or the 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 style we have here. In Nigeria, you know, uh, we call ourselves the federal 
government of Nigeria, but then there's nothing federal about the practice. There's, there's, I mean, we just have states, but there's no fiscal federalism. We just have three chairs of government, but mm. I mean, they have, it's still a unitary government at, at best, not, you know, uh, federal as it's supposed to be. So these are steps that are exciting for some of us. We'll keep our fingers crossed and see how things are going to play out. And uh, when it gets to that point where, yes, it is going to be everyone facing the inevitable, okay. then some of us will come out smiling and laughing. That should be we told you. <laughs> I didn't pay attention then. All right, coming to further view right now, we heard what um, Iki Ikwerimadu, that the uh, former deputy president of the Senate right now, uh, said concerning his advice to members of the National Assembly uh, to be silent about this whole thing until we get a final stand between uh, the uh, push coming from states, governments, especially uh, the governor of River State right now concerning this matter. Do you think it is wisdom uh, the advice is given at the moment? Well, I think it's a good advice. You know, just like uh, we said to last time that when you asked the question whether other states will be joining, and we're like, okay, let's see how these two states are going to move on with this particular situation. And moreover, the case is already in court. And we know that when cases are in court, it is always preferable that you respect uh, the procedure of the law first to see how some of these things is going to uh, are going to take place. You see, uh, that is why you, that is what you call a system. A lot of things are put on ground to make sure that everything is complete as a whole. So if the legislature is deficient in one way, it is expected that the judiciary will put it right in, 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 an, in another way. Okay. And, uh, but unfortunately, in our country, we live in a country where almost uh, most of our leaders, uh, what they care about is majorly their personal interest. You can then imagine that if we are having this kind of a fight, okay. we have not even heard anything. I think that was, although credence to the Senate president, I think that was a time when this whole matter started that he mentioned something similar that uh, this kind of fiscal uh, autonomy should actually be in place. We see the fight that has been on in many states for a very long time. The judiciary are clamoring for their own fiscal uh, autonomy. autonomy yeah. The legislature is crying too for its own mm-hmm. too. Now we see the states <laughs> crying for their own too. Mm-hmm. And everything is just unraveling gradually mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the day goes by. Mm-hmm. And I think that the statement coming from Senator Ikorimado is okay. a very, very, very uh, sens- um, sensible statement, very, very reasonable. And I hope they will, they will take to that advice that see wait until when this whole thing uh, is put into play. Let us see what the outcome will be from the court of law. But at the same time, whether we know the outcome from the court of law or not, I think this should also serve as a kind of a something that will ignite the legislature to also go back to sit down. You see, this constitution we are all talking about, what exactly is in this constitution? How have we been interpreting this constitution? Because at the end, you just get to see that it's like, and that's why personally for me, when this review of constitution started taking place and they are taking it to zone by zone, I am not okay with it. If we want to have a constitution, let us rewrite a new constitution. What was as, what was in place in 1999 is no longer in place in 2021. The world is evolving. 
this kind of constitution does it even put into consideration things that may happen in the future some of these anomalies that we are seeing some of the silent places that we have in in the wordings of our constitution that anybody can just interpret the way they like how much solution are we preferring to them and then mo- more importantly okay. what is even the genesis of this constitution in the first place who are those that put it in place this is a constitution that was put in place by the military government and yet we are still using it for our democracy a military government is not a democratic government and now we run democratic government yes we might have said that we have reviewed it but we just have to go back to the drawing table and start. It's like we should have a kind of a tabula rasa and say that let us start writing everything anew. Let us put our pen to a, to a plain paper and start rewriting so everything that so that all will aspects be will, be, will be taken care mm-hmm. of. Yes, we are not saying it starts to be rushed, but let us even start from somewhere. Look at what Chile had done. In fact, the one that happened in Chile is even very, very peculiar in the sense that they did not even involve people. It was written by the people themselves. Mm. They had to pick representatives from different areas, even down to commoners, down to ordinary citizens, were part of the people that drew their own constitution. And I think they are still on it, but at least they have come to that agreement that uh, we need to start anew. We need right. to do something different. The right. way we are going is not going to help us. And if we have to look at it, has this constitution brought any progress to this country in a, in a, substantial, in a substantial way? And if every one of us have to be honest with ourselves, we know that the answer is no. And that is why you see that you have all of these fracas going on. You have all of these arguments going on. You have all of these disagreements going on. Because what seems to be the basis of what we do what seems to give us the foundation the foundation is faulty and when you have a faulty foundation you cannot expect to have a good structure on it yes i am not saying that we definitely have a perfect foundation even if we come together to say okay let us even draw a new constitution but one thing we can be sure of is the fact that a lot of things are going to change. A lot of things are going to be put into the right perspective and the shape will be more meaningful to All people right. who see it than the way it is now. I think that what Ikori Mado is saying is actually good. All right. So that... Uh, Especially support for true federalism. True federalism. So that we don't keep doing this free, free money that everybody is waiting for. And that is why somebody in one place of the country can just relax and not do anything while the other person is walking, sweating, even sweating blood. And then we all come to the table and say, okay, uh, Babu, they walk, Moki, they chop. I be out, they take token. Moki, they walk, Babu, they chop. I mean, so where is the equity coming from? And yet we say, this is what we stand for. We say we are independent. We say we want autonomy at different stage in our country. All right. Then you ask yourself, where is this autonomy in the first place? We only talk about autonomy in words, but in praxis, we are not seeing anything like that. We can't continue to run our system in this way. It does not. It is not. A, it's not friendly to progress. It is not friendly to growth. Just recently, I was reading uh, a comment from one of the past comments made by Bill Gates. And you know what he said? He said, I give the most difficult job to the laziest person in my organization. Why? Because I know that you want to find the easiest way to carry the work out. And the moment you find the easiest way, that means that you have have brought something new to the table. Mm. You have brought a new perspective to the table. 
But when everybody has to wait that somebody goes to the bush All right. and kill an elephant, and by the time you drag the elephant home, you have met so many <coughs> different types and sizes and uh, sharpness of knives and cutlasses waiting to cut their own part. I mean, at the end, the person who had gone to kill the elephant is not... It's not going to be happy. It's not going to be the next time you ask him to go and kill an elephant. It, it will, the person will rather say that it is better that all of us should go hungry than I be the one to go to work, and yet everybody is benefiting from my from my sweat. Okay. That is why you can understand the aspect legal state is coming from, because when it comes to the chunk of money that goes to the federal government, it's coming from that place. Oh yeah, and that is why they can come forward to say, "Okay, we want to fight for." Even though we have not heard the governor speaking. But it's like he's paying. We've not even heard the uh, essence of the meeting he went for. But we don't even bother about that. What we we are bothered about is the fact that he had (laughs) assented to the bill. So for me, in that regard, his pen is is already saying the words for Mm. him. We don't have to say that we have to quote him. For the fact that he has assented to it means that we understand. He, 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 he also wants the something like that. Clear. Yeah, the message is already clear. Okay, coming to Sake now. Um, now, they also proposed if we can have something like a revenue court or something to look at the matter as regards uh, sharing these allocations to states right now. What do you make of this idea? Well, you know, for me, for me, this, this battle should have been... It's long overdue. It's long overdue because, you know, coming from the business part of it, most of these issues is the businessman that suffers a lot. If you are living in a state, you pay some tax, you want to do a federal job, they are insisting on a certain class of taxes for you too. And, you know, you've paid in a, in a state that you are residing, and then you have to pay like a federal tax, a VAT, and all those things for you to be to, to be pre-qualified, you know, for a bid, mm-hmm. you know, a contract. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in the same country, you see, this, this not clearly defined federalism is what is killing entrepreneurship and business setup in Nigeria. Because, True. you see, whether you like it or not, you go through different taxes, and there are two ways. It's either you dodge some, you know, <laughs> no, no, those are the realities. And, you know, you, those are the realities. It's because there, so many things are not clearly defined. True. And for me, these things are wrong. If I'm residing in a state and I paid my dues, I should be able to move to any place having shown that I am a responsible citizen Mm -hmm. to pay. Based on the job I do outside that state, Mm -hmm. I may be taxed. You understand what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. now? You see, those are the things I believe should be defined so that when this this issue is being resolved, it becomes clear-cut. Now, when you talk about the 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 issue of a revenue court or whatever, for me, these things, we know the truth. We just like to prolong it because some people want to sit, you know, they want this federal night, you know, kind of syndrome. If, If that is being generated in the state, let the state collect it. Let a certain percentage be given to the federal. It's simple. Just like every other income, every other revenue base, it should be the state that should control. We cannot sit down and agree on a certain percentage that goes to the federal federal so that they can do the federal thing. Because let's take it or not, most of the things called the federal thing are not being done. Hmm. I can show you roads in those states. They are federal. They have never been done since the 70s that they have done. And it's the state that is doing. There are many roads in Ekiti. There are many roads in Lagos that are supposed to be federal roads. Because under the federal system, a lot of things are being hidden. 
and there's a lot of inefficiency. Those are the reality. All right. Let's go back to the state, to the local government. All right. Let's generate our revenue. Let's give certain percentage to the federal, and then things will work better. Then we will know who to hold responsible. I can't sit down in Akure and I'm going to Adona and I say it's a federal road. Who am I going to arrest in, Ado, in, in, in Abuja? Who is the federal person? But if the state is responsible, yeah, I can go the to the government house and write a petition. Those are the realities we should face. Okay, and it starts from revenue. All right, let's turn our attention now to security matters. Uh, we woke up to the news that 75 pupils of government, the secondary school Kaya in Maradun, local government area of Zamfara State, who were abducted on September 1st, 2021, have regained their freedom. I remember we mentioned this when the news broke out right here on trending issues, the abduction, and based on what we are saying, especially coming from the Nigerian police, in the state, the rescue was made due to joint efforts with the state government and security personnel. And we also heard from the governor of um, Zamfara State after the military bombardment that took place over the weekend that um, left several bandits dead and also some escaped to Niger State. The governor came out to affirm his stance on not giving amnesty to the bandits, especially those ones that have come out to request for amnesty. He went further to say that the time at which they reached out to them requesting that they come get amnesty, that time has passed. So as it stands, no amnesty whatsoever should be given to bandits. What do you make of this, Esigon? Well, first off, I'm excited that we have kids getting reunited with their families. Um, They should not have been abducted in the first place. That is setting how things should be. But they were abducted, sadly so. But more importantly is the fact that now they are back and we can rejoice. And you know that I've gotten to the level here where I really am not interested in the details or whatever or however, you know, um, they came back. My own is for them to come back and this is wonderful news. Some families will be excited and we'll be able to hear this out of relief. Sincerely, if, if I, I know that a lot of people may not understand because sometimes when we hear these things, it seems so far away and so distant. We, we really are not able to evoke the same feelings in us. But misplace your phone for a few minutes. Hmm. As in, look for it. Then you, find you, 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 you understand. Uh-huh. Or a certain one thousand naira that you budget for something which is your last money, misplace <laughs> it just for a few minutes. You see how scattered you can be. Now imagine that a whole human, human being, being is missing. You get my point. But now is back. Now there's no relief that beats that mm. in all sincerity. And I rejoice with the families, and I keep lending my prayers you know to those who are joining to pray uh, who still believe that prayer works i know a lot of people do not and i do not record you your opinion but for us who believe that prayer works we still keep praying that more will be released you understand more of those abducted will be set free and we have such conversations now as to amnesty or no amnesty or whatever <coughs> like i said the last time when this issue was brought to my table i moved away from it i i so i'm going to leave it where it is 
uh, because I don't have a personal opinion on that issue. So let me just keep quiet. Hmm. Now, coming to Father Liu, you know, before now, some people uh, would actually come up with this conspiracy theory, if I can call it, that that governors in the northern region, they kind of uh, bend towards what should be done as to going after the bandits right now, and that they are looking at uh, giving them amnesty, even though some would say they don't deserve the amnesty that is being talked about concerning these bandits um, what do you make of the stance of the Zamfara State's governor because I think this is the first governor that would be hearing uh, affirming his uh, position of not granting amnesty to bandits um, I am not sure that with all due respect and um, not trying to undermine anything or not trying to sound uh, sadistic I'm not sure that if uh, one of the children that have been ever kidnapped was the children of Zafara State Governor. That in the first place he will be talking about um, dialogue or or talking about amnesty. I have a problem with us in this country when issues like this happen. We focus so much on the offender and we forget the victim. The kind of energy, mm. the kind of attention we give to the offender mm. is as if the victim is insignificant. Mm. I remember, was it about two years ago when we had this terrorist attack in uh, uh, New Zealand when a guy shot about fifty. Yeah, in a mosque. I remember what the Prime Minister said. I've forgotten her name now. The woman said, from now till the, uh, when we end this case, this mass name will never be mentioned. That is, you want attention, but we will not give you the attention that you need. Yeah. You want fame, you will not get that fame. Yeah. Rather than mention your name, we'll continue to mention the names of the victims. You will be regarded as nobody. Mm. And I'm sure today I don't think anybody remember that guy's name. Actually, I don't. I too, I don't. But then in this country, we focus, look at how much we are spent in our mili- in our, on our military. And see how much energy, see how much uh, uh, frenzy we have developed over the so-called offenders. Either it is the Boko Haram people or the Iswap or those who have been, according to them, derecadalized. And we spent so much on them. Look at how much, with all due respect, look at the issue of the farmers and the headers clash. Look at how much attention we pay to the headers. We want to do Ruga. We want to do grazing roots. We want to do this. We fight against open grazing bill. But nobody talks about the farmer. Those whose crops have been destroyed. Those whose lives have been put in disarray. Those who have been killed. Those who have tried to protect their property and they have become so defenseless. Look at how much time we spend on them. And sometimes I ask myself what is fundamentally wrong with us? And what is fundamentally wrong with this administration? <coughs> we continue to make the same mistake over and over and over again. You talk about amnesty. How many times have you talked about the victim? How many times have you talked about their mental well-being? How many times have you talked about justice or for for you to give them some kind of closure, especially for those who have lost their family members in this this fight, in these evil acts that sometimes... They are indescribable. You don't Mm -hmm. even find the right words to give to them. 
and yet we come out to say all of these things. You see, our hypocrisy is so terrible. It's so terrible. This is the same country that we had bandits coming out with assault rifle to have a meeting with the city governor publicly. In that same country, you have people who were carrying ordinary local guns. <laughs> and you are after them. You are, you, you are treating them as if they are the first set of ter- terrorists in the whole of the world. And yet you cannot even point to one substantial thing with facts, with proofs, that you can say that, okay, these people, they deserve the kind of treatment we give to them. So what happens to the victim? Why do we always talk about the offender? What is actually wrong with us? I do not think at this time anybody should be even should even be talking about amnesty. <laughs> uh, the ones but you the have granted actually came out to request the ones the, the ones you have granted. What solution has it brought to this matter? Mm. So you think that when you call for amnesty, all of us will just go to rest and there will be peace? Is that what you are trying to say? All right. This is not even the stage where you talk about oh, amnesty. Oh, oh. Solve the problem first. <laughs> oh. Then when we come back to the table, we can begin to oh. say, okay, and for these people, amnesty is just like to grant you total freedom uh, as if you are immune uh, to any, any kind of uh, prosecution by the law. That is not what amnesty is all about. Amnesty is all about mercy. And sometimes I give people an example. Even God who is totally merciful when you do when you when you take some actions in your life you must still suffer the consequences that's why the father god had forgiven you that you have been forgiven does not mean that the punishment is taken away for instance you go for abortion and something you had some complications and it affects you you think that god is going to restore your uterus to say that because i forgive you yes god might have forgiven you of the act but for the fact that you went through that action, you have to bear the consequences. Hmm. And that is how you build you build a society. All right. So that when people commit crimes, they just don't feel... That's the way I was saying the other day. That means what the government is telling on is that if I'm aggrieved, I'm aggrieved. Everybody is aggrieved in this country. Oh. I can just wake up one day and say, okay, now, because I am aggrieved, I have the right to create violence in the community. And the moment I take violence, I come out to say, come and give me amnesty. No, I'm, I've surrendered. Uh, uh, I'm not going to do it again. And yet, you know that when you talk about the law, I am not a lawyer, but a few things I understand about the law is that the event of precedence is very, very vital. It's germane. Because people will always refer to the past. Mm. That is how lawyers argue their cases. Or one of the ways they argue their cases in court. If you have a similar case that had happened somewhere, you turn it to a precedence that this had happened in the past. This was how it was resolved. So, therefore, the judge in seat would also not want to deviate too much from what had been in precedence. And we are setting bad precedents for ourselves. All right. And personally, that's why I say that, you see, what you cannot finish, don't start it. Hmm. Because the moment you start it and you want to be consistent, you, are, you must be, if you are making error, you have to be consistent in your error. Hmm. That is what it means. Mm. Because the moment you try to put it right, it okay. has become inconsistency and your right will now become an error. Mm. So I think 
the dimension should change, the All narration right. should change, the All focus right. should change, the attention should change. Let us stop talking about these offenders. They are nobody. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, why must we treat them specially <clears throat> when those who have been offended? Now we are talking about two children who have been released. Okay. Now, we okay. don't know the details. Most of the times, we don't talk about the ransom or, what, or, 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 or whatsoever. But are we talking about the mental care for those children? Do you know what they would have faced in the captivity, in the process, in, in the process where right. they, were, they were abducted? But nobody talks about that. They are just returned to their prayer and everybody goes. And yet we'll come out again and say, oh, because we want peace to reign. Is that our peace rate? There can be no peace without justice. All right. Uh, coming to Saki right now, I, I quickly want to push this out there. Now, the bandits or the state governments actually reached out to the bandits before now, um, requesting that they accept the dialogue that they proposed to them. And they refused. But now that the military is uh, kind of like at the forefront and they are winning the battle against banditry in the state, they are coming forth to the uh, government to um, you know, request back dialogue um would the military be able to be consistent with their wins right now and if they don't wouldn't we go back to begging the bandits again uh, to come get um you know amnesty whatsoever you know uh one military uh place was being raided recently of recent uh you see i like the way father leo was putting the amnesty issue because for me it's not about them dropping, surrendering, and asking for forgiveness. I am not a judge, and I didn't study law. But you see, for me, for any government to want to be consistently consistent, the way we are saying, we have to be fair. Fairness means you hear from all parts of the side. In the first instance, the question I like to ask is that, what exactly are these bandits fighting for? Are they fighting for justice? Are they fighting the fact that they were, they were marginalized? Because we need to ask questions. What were exactly were they fighting for? What is their cause? Oh, they are being marginalized. Look, I'm not in support of Showare. Showare says, because of this, this, we are coming up for a rally. He had a point. And then we see our government muzzle forces. We saw it go. He said, my people are being marginalized. I'm going to defend them. Okay, because of this, I'm asking that the Yoruba will move. Oh, see, we see our government muzzle energy against him. We saw Kanu say, oh, Igbo people are being marginalized. Yes, he may say something. So, but see, what I'm trying to say is that most of these people have clear-cut objective. They were asking from the federal government. Okay. What exactly are these bandits asking from the government? Before we talk of amnesty, were they fighting for marginalization? Were they fighting for the fact that education was not being given to them? Were they fighting because they were not being educated or they were not being given fairness in the cost of revenue sharing okay. in Nigeria? What exactly is their cost? Because if we can define their cause, and then you now ask for amnesty, we'll, we'll give grand demand based on the cause they were fighting. This is simply, this is simply armed robbery, kidnapping, and wickedness at its best defined. All right. So let no, because because if you want to say amnesty, if I'm fighting for revenue sharing, okay. and maybe I went about it the wrong way, okay, because I'm being violent about it, and then 
and ask for an amnesty because now you are going to answer or give me credence to some of what I did. Okay. And I'm going to lay arms. Fine. On what basis did they pick up arms in the first instance? So what happens to those women that were raped? Some have given birth to people they did not plan to give birth to. And they are nursing the children. Some villages have been... Because, because you see, for me, I'm not a judge, like I said. But you see, you can, nobody can just wake up. I said, the best that could have happened is set up a committee. Set up a, you know what, a panel. All right. And let them look at this. All right. Let them know somebody just wake up one day and give a blanket amnesty. Mm. No. All right. We sit down about this. We talk about it. We look at it. We investigate about this. Then let the panel give us a recommendation All of right. what is best. Not somebody who picked up arm is now de- defining his own freedom. Mm. Then somebody else can do that another time. Interesting. Talking about committee right now, um, we hear that in Plateau State, um, due to the incessant killings and attacks over there, plus loss of lives and property in the state, communities, troops of Operation Safe Haven have set up a joint peace committee in the state. Now, this was disclosed by the military um, stating that the able to inaugurate um, a 60 or 36 member joint peace committee in JOS on Saturday at the operations headquarters and the further explained that their job was to make recommendations on how to uh, bring about uh, peace in this state and further information revealed that they were able to pick community, uh, community heads from those um, volatile communities over there in the state to uh, bring a lasting solution through recommendations to the military right now, Esikon. Well, I'm for peace. However, we arrived there. But when you speak, you're for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but I'm for peace. Um, and there's a reason I'm actually stating that. Now, a lot of people will, for instance, have issues. I have established, for instance, my... Um, my concern that it is the military that is leading the campaign against terrorism in Nigeria, which shouldn't be in mm. developed lands. It should be the police that should be at the head. They should be the primary security agency in charge of sorting out all these issues. Then all other you know, security agencies should take a cue from okay. the police but here um, I mean as our federation or federalism is differently defined so <laughs> our operations are differently defined. Are you sure some might not say the state government being at the forefront of the setting up of this committee uh, giving um, a directive to community heads to be a part of it? Uh, it's because the military is there and they are the ones that uh, they have the manpower so the thing is about uh, in secondary school or in primary school, when you have two fighting, you find out that the people that usually have the power to break two fighting are not the weaklings mm. in in the class mm. or in the school. Mm. It's the big guys mm-hmm. that can break two fighting. That means the guys that have the capacity to finish the two fighting. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to hear you know so i guess that is what is being applied here that a you people are fighting we don't want to fight in we will have the capacity to you know blast so rather than fight 
just shake hands like that. I you know I used to do it now. Oh yeah, shake hands, shake hands, shake hands. No more, no more. And we suspected that the matter should be settled. Okay. And like I said, I'm for peace. And any route that we want to decide to get there is okay by me. As long as justice is part of it, you know, as long as justice is part of it, All right. then I am very, very good. All right, very quickly, let's uh, take a look at this one. Uh, Serap, that's the Socioeconomic Rights and Accountability Project, urging the federal government, particularly the president himself, to reverse the suspension of internet and telecommunication networks in Zamfara State and 13 local government areas of Katsina State. According to Serap, they didn't follow due process and that is uh, affecting the communities in these mentioned states. And and, uh, you know, we actually mentioned this uh, last week that they uh, decided to do this as a way of tackling insecurity in those areas. But uh, Serap is coming out to say that um, this is not the way to go. Father Leo. Uh, personally, I'm sorry, even surprised that uh, nobody has been talking about that since uh, on up until now that Serap is talking. Because, uh, well... When it comes to security matters, especially national security, uh, a lot of details are taken away from the public. But then when some decisions are taken, you want to wonder what is being eyed, what are the reasons behind these decisions. Yes, I know that we have a problem of insecurity in that area. And uh, the way information, pieces of information are passed around and uh, the way these bad men and women are tipped even by members of communities, surrounding communities or whatsoever. I know these are some of the cases that uh, the military had pointed to that is mitigating against uh, uh, the success of their operations there. But then you ask yourself, is that the way to go? Hmm. It's like you want to kill, uh, you want to kill a bush rat and you put fire in the bush so that the bush rat can you can actually get the bush rat but in the process of putting fire in the bush a All lot right. of things a lot of things will be destroyed in fact if care is not taken you may not be able to control that fire anymore in order to quench it by the time you are done with whatever you want to do All right. because i i don't see the reason behind it how do you how do you see <coughs> communication there are a lot of things that are at stake mm-hmm. businesses at stake emergency situation at stake even security at stake. Let's say a community member has tips for 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 the Nigerian army or, or the police. How do you how even make, how do you them? even reach out to them? Are you going to trek miles before because you want to pass across information? All right. And then you see, this is where you continue to wonder that what exactly is the work of this government? Because this is the same government that said that we should go and be doing NIN. Yeah, hey, you can to, come in from the NIN. To, 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 leak, to leak our numbers. And now because you want to catch these terrorists, you have to, you have to lock down communications in 13 local governments. But that's how they did it. Plus an entire state. And, and when this whole thing started, it's, 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 a tra- it's a usual practice. But it's a usual practice, but is that the right Where's practice? That was before NIN. That because was even before NIN. So, so what the NIN we have been that? doing, what is the essence? All the stress you have been putting people through, all the, all the all the shouts, so all the noises. Like cannot be traced. So are you saying these people cannot be traced? All right. Are you saying when they con- when they contact the victims of the I mean the family of these victims? Yes, we know that not all of them go through the police, okay. but there are some that they still get, they still go through. They still report it to the security agencies. So when they communicate with them, so what what have you been doing? Are you saying you cannot trace ordinary a lie? 
to a particular to a particular location i mean it does not make sense and that is when you continue to you want to question everything this government is doing but at the end can you blame the people who we may want to say is it because of the money that is going to be involved in this project or whatsoever or whatsoever because now you have asked us to be doing nin to and what was the reason you gave in the first place because you want to track and track the criminals, criminals, so that you can you can have a hold of all the criminal activities going on in the country, and you can profess solution to some of them in in due time okay. or or in a very very quick su- succession. Okay. And yet you have to you have to say you want to you want to take off communication for a. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Okay, very quickly, because of our time, I have to push this to Sake right now. Um, we heard that the Nigerian Medical Association uh, met with NAD yesterday, Sunday, and they made efforts to make them call off the strike after making a, a commitment to the federal government right now that they were going to uh, talk with NAD as uh, to getting them to call off their industrial action. Uh, but it ended in deadlock. <laughs> I particularly like the response of one of the NAD uh, uh, representatives saying that they should make more prison rooms ready for them in case. That's the response <laughs> to the industrial court. The industrial court, you know, you know, we, we've always said this: nothing will solve this except dialogue. It's not trade. It's not because you see, there are some jobs. They are jobs of specialists. If they are complaining, yes, if you can't give them. Like we used to say, all that they are demanding because of what's on ground. There are ways to make appeal. There are ways to make them reason along with you. Threat will not do this. Because, like we say, as we are speaking, some doctors are leaving this nation. Mm. And many will still live. The most unfortunate part is not just the time and money required to raise an average doctor, okay. but the experience they have garnered. Okay. You can bring out a first-class graduate today. That kind of job is not a job you you get because you are you have a first class. You need experience because True. you deal. So, see, once we lose experiences to neighboring countries and nations because of our ineffectiveness in managing them, we, we are the one that will lose. Already we have a very terrible health management system and we, sh- we cannot afford to compound it with management and that's what we are doing okay we are not managing this situation right enough all right very quickly yes second well uh it has gotten to the level where it is now okay. and uh, we keep our fingers crossed and see how things are going to play out and uh, wait for another medical trip outside the country. <laughs> Absolutely. Alrighty, this is the much we can take on the program for today. Trending issues, it has been fun. Do well to join us again same time tomorrow right here on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. And mind you, this show would be on podcast. So you have to do is search Futa Radio Podcast and you'll be able to listen once again to trending issues and other shows of Futa Radio. Coming up next is news on the globe. Do stay tuned. I am Jude in Nobime.